This is the Forex Q&A podcast. This is VP, professional Forex prop trader here in the United States, answering your user-submitted Forex trading-related questions every Monday morning. Now, if you have a question on your mind that is Forex trading-related, and you have never asked a question before, and you have consumed all of the material, well, then what you do is go to nononsenseforex.com slash askvp, fill out the form, and I will typically get back to you within 48 hours. Traders, I was so close to doing it. Don't think I don't know what day it is. Um, the only thing I didn't know is how many people or how many countries around the world actually celebrate, I guess would be, or actually acknowledge April Fool's Day. Um, but I had it all planned out. I was going to put a podcast together. The title was going to be in big capital letters, FYPM, which not everybody knows what that is, but you can look it up. And I was going to say, all right, assholes. Your free ride is over. It's time to pay up and go into some 12-minute rant about how I should be compensated for my material and how I should have never given it up for free in the first place, blah, blah, blah. And then towards the end, I was going to tell you how much everything was going to cost. I was going to charge for the podcast episodes in the future and all the videos in the future and stuff like that. And then the big reveal at the end is that it was April Fool's Day and everything's going to remain free, just like it always has been. I thought it was a good joke. I thought there would have been a number of you out there that would have fallen for it. Um, but this podcast does broadcast to over 100 countries as we speak right now. And I just don't know how many of them even know what April Fool's Day is. So that one little piece of information alone was enough for me to go ahead and derail that episode. But don't think I didn't think about it. That would have been a good one, though, wouldn't it? I think I would have gotten one over on a few of you. And please don't chime in on the comments saying, well, I would pay for your material. I already know or have a pretty good idea of how much money I'm leaving on the table by doing all this for free. Um, but it's the decision I made early on from the start. And to date, I have not regretted it one bit. But just don't push me in that direction uh, by reminding me of how much money I, I could have made had I'd only gone the other way with it. I've said it before and I will say it again. This education is always free and it will continue to be. It is the Forex Q&A podcast, and let's do a little money management, shall we? We have not done it in a while. And in looking in my notes as far as what videos are going to be coming up in the future, we don't have any money management coming up anytime soon either. So I know a lot of you like to talk about it and read about it. So I want to do one podcast and just kind of shoehorn it in with everything else we're doing, even though it doesn't really go along with the flow. Uh, but there are a couple of concepts that are widely known out there online, and people have picked up on them and now think they can relate them to Forex and have some type of success. And I'm getting these questions on AskVP, and I'm starting to get them a lot more often than I used to before. Um, so I'm not going to mention any names here because I have nothing positive to say about any of these methods, but I do have a method that I like a lot. I don't really know how it relates to Forex. Um, just like in the Renko video, if you want to become a pioneer and try this out on your own, you might really, really find something good. But I'll talk about it more towards the end. For now, I will just take every question I've gotten on this and summarize it down into one short sentence. Episode 40's question is, should I use dollar cost averaging and or the Martingale system in my trading. So if we were playing short answer, long answer here, short answer would be, holy shit, no, you should not. 
terrible, stupid, reckless idea. Uh, But let's dive into these a little more. So dollar cost averaging. This is something that is used when trading stocks. And it actually makes a lot more sense trading stocks than it does in Forex, even though many stock traders have gotten taken down by this very same concept. So let's say, for example, you are playing the stock market and you have bought a thousand shares of a stock at $50 a share. So because you bought, you want the stock to go long. And the stock did not. The stock actually dropped from 50 all the way down to 40. So with dollar cost averaging, you would not just exit the trade and take your loss. You would buy another 1,000 shares at 40. And by doubling down and by doing this, you don't really own the stock at 50 anymore. You own the stock at 45 because the average of the 40 and the 50 turns into 45. So you're really not on the hook for this $10 loss. Uh, You're more now on the hook for a $5 loss, and that's the advantage people think it gives you. Not really realizing that you just doubled down on a stock that has lost 20% of its value. Now let's say this stock keeps going down and goes all the way down to 30. If you want to continue to dollar cost average, you can buy the stock again, another 1,000 shares at 30, and now your liability is no longer at 50 or 45. It is all the way down to 40. So you can sit there and tell all your buddies, I didn't buy this stock at $50. I actually bought it at 40 because technically at this point you have. You you can leave out the part about you tripling your liability on a stock that's totally tanked at this point. But the upside to this is if now the stock actually starts going up, Once it crosses that 40 threshold, now you're actually starting to make some money. You wouldn't have to wait for it to get back up to 50 where you initially bought in. And you can just keep doing this and doing this as the stock continues to go down if you want and just pray to God that it doesn't completely bottom out to where you get margin called or it goes out all the way down to zero or some reverse split happens, whatever the case is. Um, But the odds are overall in your favor here that the stock won't actually do that because stocks have something called intrinsic value. They're actual real companies that have real valuations behind them. And therefore, the common thinking is that they can only fall so far. Therefore, using dollar cost averaging is overall a good idea. Now, whether you think it is or is not in the stock market world, This is a terrible, terrible idea in the Forex world. Now, does anybody know why? We have covered this in a video. I think it was the reversals video. I might have mentioned it more than once. But can anybody tell me why you would never, ever do this in spot Forex trading? Well, the real reason is because currencies do not have intrinsic value, especially when you put them against another currency, which is what we do here. The banks can take that currency as high or as low as it wants to do until the point where some government steps in and says, okay, enough. But the price of a particular currency pair could go up or down thousands and thousands of pips before that actually happens. If you just keep doubling down on your trade every single time it doesn't go your way, it's not going to be long before you are completely wiped out on one currency pair. Just how dumb would you have to be to get your entire account wiped out on one currency pair that did not go your way? But it's not hard to do. Uh, These things trend and they trend for a very long time. 
And you have no real idea how long or how short it's going to do that. So I feel like it goes without saying, but I'm getting the question a little more often than I feel like I should get the question. So allow me to to just address that here. And uh, before anybody jumps in, um, you guys know I'm a metals trader also. Because metals actually do have intrinsic value, um, do I recommend you dollar cost average here? No, absolutely not. And I'll cover why more once we start getting into metals more towards the end of the year. But short answer on that one is no, and a very strong no. So the second part of this question has to do with something called the Martingale system, M-A-R-T-I-N-G-A-L-E. And this, I, I think, probably started in casinos. And back in the day, I had the harebrained idea of doing this too, and I immediately lost all my money. Like It didn't take even an hour for this to happen. I said, okay, well, let me go to a game that is pretty much a 50-50 proposition, or as close as possible to it. So I started out with craps. And I said, okay, I'm going to make a bet, and if I win, I win. But if I lose, all I'm going to do is just double my money. And if I lose that, I'll just double my money again. And at some point, I'm going to win, and I'm going to make that money back. So all of my wins will go into my pocket, and all of my losses eventually will become zero. Pretty brilliant, right? Well, I noticed something when I approached the craps table and I started betting this way. One of the croupiers, one of the people who actually run the craps table, looked at me and he said, are you doing the double up method? And I was a little shocked. I was like, how did he know what I was doing? How was he even paying attention? But uh, I gave him a, a sheepish grin and I said, yes. And he, and he just kind of chuckled and uh, kept right on going about his job. And I should have taken this as a sign, but I didn't. I was hell bent on making this work and it did not work. And I lost all the money I brought to the table right away. And back then it was more money than I probably should have been bringing into a casino. Um, because I took a really big financial hit that day, and I did it in a very short amount of time, and I was disgusted with myself. Um, but the moral of the story is this. There is not a casino in the world that will stop you from doing Martingale uh, in any capacity. I mean, if they see you do it, they will just go right on and let you do it because you are not getting one over on them. In a sense, they are getting one over on you, and they're not having to do any of the work because you are going to beat yourself at some point. Um, now, of course, you can get lucky and go on a good run and then have the common sense to stop and walk away. And in a sense, you've actually won that day. Um, but as an overall long-term strategy, the double-up method, martingaling, is terrible. There is not a professional better or gambler in the world that uses it because the math in the end is so strongly against you. And I guarantee I'm not the only one that's learned this the hard way. I think a lot of you have probably had these ideas turning in your head and try to actually put them into play and only to have it completely backfire in your face. Uh, but for the same reasons, you should never do dollar cost averaging in Forex for the exact same reasons you shouldn't be doing Martingale either. Strings of losses do happen. And I mentioned before, your goal is to really never get to the point to where you would all of a sudden have to morph into Warren Buffett's body just to get back to break even. And collecting a string of losses and doubling up your money every time you lose is a very good way to get to that point. That point that's really a point of no return for a lot of people. Why do any of these things when you can just employ smart money management, follow the videos I have in my money management playlist, and use those instead? 
And yes, I know I don't have the trailing stop video up yet, and it might not be for a little while, but you don't really need it to do well. You can put your own structure for a trailing stop in right this minute, and it will still serve you a lot better than if you didn't have one in there in the first place. Any kind of structure is better than no structure, unless that structure is dollar cost averaging or a martingale. Those are the two exceptions that I will make to that rule because those two things are so aggressively stupid. Now, there is a money management method, a style, that has been used successfully in casinos and in sports betting by me. And I just haven't really had the time because, like I said before, I completely overload myself with things to do to really ever try this out in Forex. And every time I do have time, I forget about it. But if you guys have the time and you really want to nerd out on this, the blog for this episode will be fully dedicated to a system that I have used with very good success. It is a system that even if you look it up online, doesn't quite explain it the right way. And they leave out a really key element to it that I am also going to mention in the blog. I have mentioned in the past that I was a successful sports better at one time, and this money management system was the reason why. I have also gotten kicked out of a casino for using it. It took a long time for the casino to figure out what I was doing because I didn't get greedy and I spaced it out and I was pretty slick about it, um, but I still got myself kicked out. I've actually I've been kicked out of a casino two times in my life. Uh, Once was a long time ago at the Luxor for peeing in a trash can. But recently, I had my local casino, the one I live the closest to, um, do one of those things where they really politely kind of approach you and say, sir, we're going to have to ask you to leave. You're winning too much money. We've seen you do this before. And uh, I was kind of bummed, but I also wore it as a badge of honor that I actually used something um, that I didn't invent, but kind of... I don't know, what's the word, like cultivated into my own little system, and it actually beat a casino. And I took Algebra 1 three times in high school and finally passed it with a D. Yet I was able to somehow figure this out, and I will tell you all about it on the blog and link it below if you guys want to go see it. I I don't know how long it's going to take me to write. I'm shooting this podcast on a Saturday. I want to have it done, um, but as soon as I do, I will put it down below in the description. And in the podcast notes, and if it isn't ready on time, I will tweet about it when it is. Um, But I really want to put that blog out there. It's not going to be for a lot of you, but for the people that really want to check this stuff out and are really interested about it, I think you're really going to like it. So stay tuned for that and stay tuned for another trading video on Thursday that is going to piss off a lot of people. Why? Because people form emotional bonds with pulses of light on a screen, also known as Forex tools and indicators, and they will defend them as if they are their own children, which makes no sense because they are nothing more than pulses of light on a screen. These people are idiots, but stay tuned for that. I hope you've enjoyed the little reprieve we have had as we've jumped back into the money management pool for 15 minutes, um, but now we're done. We are back on schedule. Money management will round off and finish off down the line. But in the meantime, keep on testing. I just gave you a brand new indicator last Thursday to play with. You guys have your work cut out for you. And you better get to it. I am aiming to have the prop firm video out and ready by the summertime. You'll be ready for that shit, don't you? Well, good. Better put in that work. Go get it.